Today is Tuesday, September 3rd, 2019. Cyberpunk gangs get explained and more Guild Wars 2 content is coming. All this and more on today's edition of the Gamer Daily News Podcast. All the biggest gaming news stories delivered in less than 10 minutes. I'm very happy you're here. Happy Tuesday. I hope you had a fantastic long weekend. My name is X1. Let's do this. Last weekend was PAX West, and we got a lot of stuff. We had Cyberpunk 2077 give us a stream and go into detail on some more of their levels, some more of their gameplay, some more information just on the game overall. And the company actually enlisted Cyberpunk creator Mike Ponsis. So Cyberpunk was a tabletop RPG game, board game, for those of you that don't know. This is Mike Ponsmith. Pond Smith created it, and they used him to help explain some of the differences fans of his universe may have noticed, specifically relating to the two gangs, the Voodoo Boys and the Animals. He said, quote, when I created the Voodoo Boys many, many years ago, I was looking at an interesting idea, which is what we would now call cultural appropriation. What happens when somebody comes in and tried to adopt a culture that they know little or nothing about and does it really, really badly? This is the Voodoo Boys. In Pondsmith's original vision of Cyberpunk's world, the Voodoo Boys were average white boys who adopted Creole and Haitian cultural icons and symbols because they thought they were cool. With the setting shifted 57 years into the future, the Voodoo Boys is a different gang, one that's been reappropriated by the people from the Caribbean Caribbean practitioners of Voodoo, as he explained after E3. One of the great things about having a few years is that you get the chance to do some redos, and one of the best ones is what we have with the Voodoos now, said Pondsmith. The Voodoo Boys in 2077 are really Voodoo Boys. They inherited the name, but it's sort of a natural fit. They were coming from Haiti and the Dominican Republic, and they were the real thing. Pondsmith said this new version of the Voodoo Boys is something that takes the cyberpunk vibe and injects it into an old culture that's not usually visible to most people. So they're a gang, but they're not really. They're more of a cultural phenomenon, he said. The animals, on the other hand, are based at least in part on guys Pondsmith said he used to see back at the gym in his days of lifting weights which were way back in my dark dank past he said the animals are like those guys he said they're in it to basically build themselves up and become the tigers of their particular urban jungle they want to be big they want to be bad and they want you to fear them just because they exist and it's really easy to fear a guy who blots out the sun when he walks by you because he's so freaking huge he said part of Pondsmith says part of Pondsmith enjoys about cyberpunk 2077 he said is the contrast between these two groups the animals are very simple they have an ethos get big lift get strong lift unlike the voodoo boys who have a culture the animals have a thing very interesting stuff just very some in-depth on the history of how the original creator mike Pondsmith created the voodoo boys what where they were during the board game how how they've changed in cyberpunk 2077 and then also of course the animals cyberpunk 2077 don't forget is out april next year if you haven't seen all the coverage from this last week, this last weekend, go check it out. Just type in online 2077, Cyberpunk 2077 trailers uh, and videos. They'll all be there on YouTube. Super cool. It's really interesting. This game has so much hype. Can it live up to it? I think it can. I think it can. 
WoW Classic is here, and with all the success, with all the news, with all the hype, you think it's the only MMO that exists or is doing anything current at the moment? Well, you'd be wrong. That's right. In a news story over at Game Informer, Guild Wars 2 gets a giant content chunk with the Ice Brood Saga. At PAX West Arena Net, the creators of Guild Wars 2, announced a giant new block of content that is available free for previous owners of the Path of Fire or Heart of Thrones expansions. It's called the Ice Brood Saga. Beginning today, Heart of Thrones, Heart of Thorns, sorry, is now also free for all Guild Wars 2 players. One of the new major additions is Strike Missions. These are 10-person boss encounters that tap into the feel of both raids and metagame living world content. New masteries keyed into the flavor and feel of the spirits of the wild and Norn deities also flesh out the new offerings. The new content does begin on September 17th, but like many previous Living World editions, will continue to receive new additions during the extensive course of its run. Guild Wars 2 has been out for a while. This was the MMO that I cut my chops on that I originally played, and then I went on to ESO, and now I'm back, I'm back, I'm doing World of Warcraft Classic, but Guild Wars 2 is fabulous, they have really done a good job of continually supporting it, the Living World series is fantastic, if you're looking for a good MMO, but you don't like ESO or WoW Classic, I'd give Guild Wars 2 a try, its combat is a lot different, it's more action-based, it's fast-paced, it's a lot more modern of a MMO than I'd say, obviously, World of Warcraft Classic is and even ESO, it feels it's a lot more fluid, I think, than ESO is in a lot of its battle components. But there you go. Guild Wars 2. More content. Giant content. Icebrood Saga. Here we come. And in our last news story of the day, I thought we'd sit down and review what games are going to release this month. The month of September is the beginning of the month, so why not? This is going to be a huge month. If you've not cleared out your schedule, if you've not taken days off work, then you might want to. Because there's a lot of stuff to play. First up on September 6th. That's later this week. What is that? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? That's Friday. Monster Hunter World Iceborne drops. That is the amazing expansion. We're getting some crazy cool animals. It's winter. It's winter fest. It's winter fell. It's, uh, it looks cool. Monster Hunter World is a fantastic game. We're also getting NBA 2K20 on September 6th. The NBA 2K series is always fabulous. It's always fantastic. Give it a look. Hit it up. NBA 2K20. Then next week on September 10th, we've got Gears 5. Oh, my goodness. The multiplayer in Gears 5 is on point. If you haven't had a chance to play it, I'm telling you, it is on point. That is next week, September 10th, Gears 5. Then following that, the same week, next week, uh, just a couple days later, we've got Borderlands 3. Now, this game looks fabulous. It looks fantastic. The original, it was Destiny before Destiny. It is the original co-op shooter. September 13th, Borderlands 3. And last but not least, rounding out the month, we've got The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening dropping on September 20th. What a month September is. Again, if you've not cleared out your schedule, I would highly consider doing so. What a month. It's going to be a big one. It's a big one for games. September gaming here we come and that does us for today everybody thank you very much for joining me if you haven't yet head over to iTunes rate review and subscribe to us there have a great rest of your Tuesday we'll be here of course first thing tomorrow which is already Wednesday which is already hump day oh I love doing this I love bringing the news to you guys each and every single day if you haven't yet again please head over to iTunes rate review and subscribe to us there have a great rest of your day we'll see you guys first thing in the morning bye bye now